Welcome to your Veterans Resource Podcast, Return to Roots. This podcast is for service members and their family members regarding retention, transition, and reintegration from active duty to veterans in the community. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Elder, an active duty senior chief in the United States Navy. My partner in crime slash host is Yogi Hernandez, who's an active duty chief in the Navy. Together, we are documenting our experiences as we prepare to transition and reintegrate into the community. Every podcast will have actionable content that will benefit American service members and their families, as well as those who have already transitioned and reintegrated. The first three episodes of Return to Roots is going to be with Maurice D. Wilson. Maurice served as a mass chief in the United States Navy. He retired and then transitioned and reintegrated as the president and national executive director of the National Veterans Transition Services, also known as Reboot. He's a mentor of Return to Roots, and we are very privileged to have him here with us today. Thank you, Maurice, for coming on to Return to Roots and making this thing possible. Also, it's now going to be four episodes with Maurice instead of the original three that we planned because there's so much information being put out by Maurice that's just too important to have in just three episodes. So stay tuned, stay patient, and stay informed. I will see you guys out there. Take care. So let's talk about the sponsor. How does the sponsor come into play? What do they do? How do you select one? Because as far as I can, you know, I could think about it. I'd be like, hey, cool. Hey, Chris, you want to be my sponsor? And I'll be your sponsor. Can we sponsor each other? How does that work? So, no, it doesn't work like that. So, so <laughs> what it is, is we, what, what you do is tell us where you're going. And then we go and reach out to the local American Legion. And we get them to sign up as a sponsor. And the reason for that is each American Legion has what they call a service officer. And the service officer is, is trained and certified mostly by VAs to be um, veteran benefit advisors. But also most American Legions are already well-established in the community. They have a network of resources. Um, uh, they work with employed, local employees. And so the goal is to connect you with someone that's in your home of record where you're going who knows the lay of the land? They know what's going on. So now, how do you, so that's on one side, as soon as you tell us where you're going. But now, the way you make the connection is that you essentially either A, choose that, that American Legion and say, hey, look, I'm going to Seattle. Um, I could see that there's American Legion post, whatever, whatever. And I want to connect with them. And so as soon as you click, I want to connect to that American Legion. Once you do that, they automatically get an email from you. Hey, my name is Yogi. I'm coming there. Hey, um, you know, you know, I'd love for you to, 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 I'd love to work with your American Legion post to help me with my transition. That's one way that we do it. And that's just exclusively through the managing your transition timeline app. The other way is again, through the app, you can sign up for an ETS sponsor. 
And so the ETS is that new is the new program that's more of a national program where you sign up and then you go to their website and you do an online sort of like self-assessment. And then once you finish that, and it, it really is a nice tool, then what they do is they look to see if there is a, a certified sponsor in that area. You know, like for example, I'm a certified sponsor. So I went through VA training to be a sponsor, which is practicing empathy, you know, just helping you, things of that nature. And so there's one or two ways to do it. I like both ways because there are, there are pros and cons with both. With the ETS, what you get out of that is you get the assessment, the life assessment, you know, the readiness assessment that's actually been approved by the Veterans Administration. And so I like that part right there. And then if there is a, a ETS sponsor in the area that you're going in, then they'll assign you to one locally. If there is no ETS sponsor locally, then they'll assign you to a national person that's sort of like in the closest region to you. And it may not be local per se. Now, the managing your transition timeline piece, I like it because what it does is connects you to your local American Legion that's going to be in your new home of record. And again, the goal is the, the handoff. So it's either the sponsorship is done on a national level, which is not necessarily local, or the sponsorship is done locally, which I like that a lot better, because this means that the people there already know what's going on. They understand the culture, the resources, what's connecting, they do the boots on the ground, and that's a better fit. And so we think that that's one way to go, but you could do both. There's no rule that says you can't do both. So now looking from uh, what we were talking about, right? So for me and for Chris, we have multiple places in mind, right? The, literally the world is our oyster. Chris is it's a little bit smaller, but mine is like literally the whole world is my oyster, right? To include from Japan, Houston, California, mm -hmm. so New York, Denver, Colorado, you name it, right? Um, so what do you do with that those kind of people? Because that's why that's a lot of people to reach out to. So what you do with though with someone like that who's all over the radar screen, um, <laughs> which what you have to do is pin them down, okay? Mm -hmm. They really have to pin it down and say, you know what? I finally decided that this is where I'm going. So yeah, you can have up to three choices, you know, while you're trying to figure it out. And, and to me, three choices is you're still doing some research in each one of those, let's say three different states. But at the end of the day, you got to choose one. And depending upon which one you choose, that's where your sponsor needs to be. And they need to be there in that local area so you can make a live connection to a real person who's already there, who knows what's going on, so they can be your guide, your navigator, your sponsor, and your support. And this would be for the next, for the, at least, which is a crucial time, the minute that you get out of the military to a year and a little bit more, right? We're not well, talking it, about, hey, five, 10, 20, 30 years for the rest of your life kind of thing. Well, you, you know, um, it should happen as soon as possible, but at least within that last year. So you don't really, 
you don't really have to choose a sponsor. And so let's, let's kind of put that in perspective. You don't really have to choose a sponsor until you were about maybe six months out, really, a year to six months. That's the sweet spot, okay? You know, sooner than that, two years out is just, I, it's not practical at that particular point. It's, again, remember what, remember the purpose of a sponsor is to facilitate the warm handoff from the military to your next new location, your, your next new home of record. And so it's somebody boots on the ground. But that that does just because you have a sponsor there, it doesn't alleviate you from planning everything else. Okay, doing all your homework, getting ready, the whole nine yards. So that's a that's a yeah. What, let's take what for those that are out already that are like hell yeah, I'm on Amer I'm part of American Legion, and I would love to be a sponsor. What do they have to do? Well. It's a simple process. Um, you go to the website, https colon four slash four slash etssponsorship.com. And then once you get there, there are sort of like um, two sections. One is for the transitioning service member, and you know, and the other one is for a sponsor. And so if you want to become a sponsor, what you do is you just kind of fill out the uh, the online form. So let me just go to um, etssponsorship.com. Okay, I'm there. And let me share my screen real quickly because I'm a, I'm a show and tell kind of person. Boom, magic. So, so when you come to the website, it just basically meets you up front. It says you could register as a sponsor join to help others, or you can register as an active duty, plan your transition. And then it just kind of goes into, you know, who we are, what we do, you know, this situation, you know, again, uh, that deadly gap that most people face. And again, this is a opportunity to connect to the community and have that warm handoff from active service to civilian life in your hometown record, if you will. And so again, two simple choices. Let's so let's say if you register as a sponsor, you know it kind of gives you the disclaimers up front, gives an overview of the program. You know, you know if you agree, you'll be assigned a, a transition service member or veteran based on availability in the largest cities, etc. So it goes in and explains the program, and then once you agree to all of that, then you kind of you give your consent. And then it takes you into the application that you can fill out and submit. And so if you decide to become one, there is a section where it's going to ask you who's the referral, you know, who told you about it, you know, who's who's validating or vouching for you. And uh, I've had several people sign up as uh, ETS sponsors and use my name and says, hey, Maurice is the one who is validating me and, you know, suggested that I sign up. <laughs> And here, everybody on everybody that's going to be listening to this is going to be like, yeah, Maurice Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that part out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll take we'll take that piece out, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't need a thousand phone calls. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like, dang it. <laughs> um, but, 
but it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, uh, that's that's a uh, that's pretty awesome, and, and and this is this is a whole entire new sponsorship thing that's just now coming online, along with the uh, uh, my transition timeline has been around for a little while, mm -hmm. uh, but this is just an awesome uh, centerpiece mm -hmm. uh, to add in into that whole entire transition timeline. Yeah, it, uh, uh, managing your transition timeline, it's been in beta for about maybe six months to a year. And so now we're pulling it out of beta because we've had a lot of feedback and input from various individuals. So now we're we're basically live with managing and transition now. So that, that kind of makes it sort of a relatively new program. So the managing and transition timeline is for the individual to navigate, manage, self-manage, document where they want to go, have a reminder on things that are coming up, just kind of keep it in the back of your mind. Because remember, now this is where the Reboot Workshop really comes into play. And Yogi remembers that one of the things we talk about is the top of mind. So things that are at the top of your mind will get done. Things that are at the bottom of your mind won't get done. Because what's exactly. that old phrase? Out of sight, out of mind. So the purpose behind the Managing Your Transition Timeline app is to keep your transition in the, in the zone of the top of your mind, not off the screen. You notice that I just used the screen here, like you can see it up here, but if it's not in your view, you're not going to see it, you're not going to address it. So the app reminds you on a regular basis, don't forget this, don't forget that. There are things you need to do. You're getting ready to get out. It's coming because the one thing that'll run away real quickly is time. Before you know it, it'll be time to get out and a person will get caught with their pants down and unprepared. Yeah, nothing like uh, being unprepared uh, for for transitioning out. Um, and one, one thing that I'd like to highlight is, you know, people that are kind of like in the same status that Yogi and I find ourselves uh, where you're on Limdu and or uh, in a med board status and you don't have much time and you kind of knew that this was a possibility, but it's also kind of unexpected. Um, this, this is also a great tool to help you ease a lot of your uh, tension because yeah, it's, it's good to go to the TAPS class, um, then the reboot, then this managing transitions, kind of just kind of like giving me my roadmap. I, I know what to expect uh, as I'm transitioning out. Like, hey, it got me thinking about what locations do I want to go to. It got me thinking about the sponsorship. At, uh, like, hey, I know that American Legion um, is going to uh, be really heavy into the ETS and also the VA and um, uh, other entities as well. But I, I can speak to American Legion. I know they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and it, uh, it, was it, am I correct? Is the VFW also getting involved with this as well? In, in fact, yes. Uh, right now, ETS is working on a national partnership with uh, the VFW as well. The VFWs, they have somewhere around about, um, I think about seven or 8,000 posts across the country. 
the American Legion has somewhere around about 11,000 posts around the country. And so, you know, again, both, both have their ups and their downs, but yeah, you know, we want to activate these organizations to give them sort of like um, a new mission per se, which is helping reintegrate or navigate returning veterans uh, home, which is part of their mission anyway. So what this does, it creates this connection to them that currently doesn't exist overall. So when you talk to a lot of the younger people and you ask them, hey, do you know about American Legion and VFW and have you been connected to them? Have you figured out how to connect? Most people don't. And so this closes that gap and it, it enables us to start leveraging existing resources that are widely available nationwide. I mean, it, it, it really does make a lot of sense when we start looking and putting things in perspective. Um, I kind of want to bring up, I believe the VFW has worldwide locations, and that kind of goes back to Yogi's question a little bit earlier. If I'm an ETS, if I need an ETS sponsor and I'm going to Japan or something like that, I'm pretty sure the VFW has a post in Japan. Well, I'm pretty if they, sure that they, they have posts overseas. And, and if they do, they could actually um, become an ETS sponsor. Now, again, the challenge is, so it, it, what Yogi is saying is that he's here in Konus and he wants to go back to Japan. And so he's looking for an ETS sponsor in Japan. Is that correct, Yogi? That is correct. So, so conceivably, if the, if the VFW or American Legion, that, uh, if they're supposed in Japan, there's the if. If they want to participate in, and I'm, I couldn't think why they wouldn't, then that would be the perfect scenario for you. And again, point of fact, we're actually working on establishing an ETS sponsorship in Hawaii and in Guam. Again, we go back to, you don't know what you don't know. So how can we pass the word out to all of those members that want to help you this program be successful because this program is amazing so um, what can we do how can we help out with that well i'll tell you where i'm at and what i what my next thing for 2023 is um what i want to do is um i want to put together a, a couple of short videos that explains the ets we already have a video that explains the managing your transition timeline app I don't know if you've seen it or not. Have you seen it yet? We have. We absolutely have. So I want to I want to develop a a video version to that for the ETS, and so that's kind of like what I'm working on. That way, it it doesn't require, let's say, you to okay. Let me explain ETS. What you can do is introduce it, and then let's play the video and let the video explain it. And so that way it has consistency across all markets, if you will. Yeah. Um, so ETS uh, sponsorship, we already covered that. You could go on the website, you could apply. Don't put Maurice on there. That's <laughs> <No>. your reference. <laughs> no, but uh, obviously you, if you're going to be putting uh, if you're going to be a sponsor on there what are the prereqs that we're looking for 
membership of the American Legion, membership of uh, VFW, because they allow legacy memberships for the VFW. I know that. Well, the beauty of the ETS program is that you could just be a regular, you know, Joe that's just out there wanting to help. So you don't need to be a, be a member of any organization. You could just be a concerned citizen who wants to volunteer their time, which is, which is ideal. So the, the goal is to build an army of sponsors, you know, across the, the country, maybe across the world to be matched up with transitioning service members to just help them make that journey home. Now, there's some other things happening that I, I don't know if I want to share it on, on the video here, you know, where- We can pause it if we want to. That's okay. So have you heard, there, there's a, and I'll send you a link. There's this film called Stranger in, in My Own Home, Stranger at Home. And it's a video, it's a, it's a documentary about returning veterans. These are uh, Navy SEALs, um, um, uh, Lieutenant Commanders that transitioned home and really felt like a stranger. They weren't ready. And so this movie, this film um, has already been circulated across the country. Uh, but next year, KPBS is picking it up and they're going to do a nationwide, um, I guess you could call it relaunch of this documentary. And, and we, a couple of days ago, we had a great discussion with the, uh, the film's producers and the whole nine yards. Because they, they were asking about Reboot and all the other things. And so one of the things that they, they asked us, and it was one of those moments that just came together. I couldn't, I couldn't have planned it any better. I mean, it just came together. And they said, look, next year, we're going to be launching in several uh, states. In fact, I'm, I'm, we're planning to go to uh, Whitby Island uh, sometime, I think, in, uh, I think it's April of, April of May. They're going to do a launch there with, uh, with the local Chamber of Commerce. Um, and they've, they've asked me and Vic to actually come up there and, and be sort of like post-film speakers. And so one of the things, excuse me, that I'm asking them to do is that, look, when you do this film, you need to have some kind of a call to action. And the call to action says, if people are having problems coming home, how do we not make them a stranger? And the way we not make them a stranger is solve that problem is we have ETS sponsors there to support them. So, you know, we're still, we're still working on how to put everything together, but this is going to be very helpful because with KPBS picking it up, we're going to be able to nationalize this and really get the word out. So they've already identified they want to do this in uh, in Whidbey Island. They want to do it in Wyoming. Um, they want to do it in uh, Atlanta. And I think they're going to come up with three or four or five more cities that, again, KPBS is going to be the platform. We'll, we'll go there and talk about and show the film. But then when it comes to how, and, and you guys are raising the right questions, how can American citizens get involved? How can we help? And so the answer would be a simple, become a sponsor. Powerful, absolutely powerful. And so that, that train has already 
we left the station. And so we're putting, putting things together, um, coordinating calendars, getting messaging you know, out. One of the things that, again, I'm hoping we can do before we go out there is come up with some kind of a maybe 30 second film about why spot you know what sponsors can do to help and, and and the vision that i'm having with that is sort of like something that explains the coming home and then even having a returning service member and their sponsor and again just talking about the experience hey i was afraid to come home but i got a sponsor and here's my sponsor so on one side you hear the person talking about their fears and their concerns going home and then you hear the sponsor, hey, I'm here to help. And then we got a connection. And then the video just kind of goes back and forth between the sponsor and the sponsoree and how it works there. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I couldn't, I could not have set that up. I mean, it was like, that's a divine intervention right there. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it's going to be a really big game changer. Um, this this whole entire thing is like blowing. It's it really is kind of blowing my mind. It's like wow, uh, we picked the right time to transition out uh, because we're benefiting from a lot of other people's um, hurdles that they've stumbled over. Uh, as you say, they kind of improve the hurdles for us so that way we as service members can transition out a little bit smoother, you know, um, and as, as we're, we're transitioning ourselves, we're kind of utilizing this podcast to also document our own, our own stuff. As you can see, uh, Yogi and I, we've signed up for this, my transition timeline. And I know I'm planning on signing up for an ETS sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, and really utilizing these resources here i i uh i think that this this whole entire thing is going to be uh pretty much rev uh really not only reducing the amount of anxiety but also uh we may see some long-term effects mm -hmm. if we get this word out That's so you're, you're absolutely right and, and so let me just kind of i want to just kind of go back here because I went in, in one direction that I, I want to just kind of correct the direction. So a person can either sign up as a sponsor or they can sign up for a sponsor. So, so my recommendation, and this is something that you and Yogi can do like now, is sign up as I'm actually a, doing it right now. Yep. Sign up, as, <laughs> you know, you know, sign up for it. And again, you know, to get to request a sponsor. And so just kind of sign up and then take the whole program for a tour. Because see, now you guys got me thinking, you know, that if you sign up and you go through the process and we start putting together the film, then we can actually uh, use you guys to talk about, yeah, I found out about ETS, I signed up. And then as soon as I signed up, here's what happened next. And then I got a, I got assigned a sponsor and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you guys would be perfect candidates, you know, for the ETS sponsorship program. And which is fascinating because I'm, I'm as I'm going through this, uh, I just got to the point where it says personal needs and interests, right? And he talks about where do you want, where do you plan to move after your service ends? Mm -hmm. uh, so it, as the question, it, 
specific says, do you know where you are planning to move after the service ends? If you say no, we just kind of, you do a self-assessment of what you want to do the generals, right? But if you say yes, it goes into, okay, country, United States, state, state territorium. Mm -hmm. And it fascinated me that I, as I was going through, it doesn't only limit you to the 50 states in the United States. Mm -hmm. It also talks about the American Samoas, Guam, the Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. the United States Minor Outlying Islands, Virgin Islands, and then you have Armed Forces Americas, Armed Forces Pacific, Armed Forces Other which really literally encompasses everything else. I, if you, for me specifically, right? Japan, mm -hmm. I'm right outside of Iwakuni, Japan, which is an armed forces Pacific area. Boom, it's literally right there and it's uh, tied to where I'm gonna be going to next. Or I could just stick to the 50, you know, 50 states and go from there. Yeah, no, this is perfect. I mean, it just, again, I just say you can't make this stuff up. You could just go along with the flow. This is a perfect storm for you to actually take it for a tour, see what it's all about. Again, find out if it's a useful tool because it's always good when you're using something and then giving your personal testimonial to others versus, hey, I heard about this program. I didn't do anything, but I heard about it. You're in, the, you're, you're, you're in the perfect place, if you will. And, and again, I'll be uh, uh, on a conference call tomorrow morning, roughly about seven o'clock with the, the program team that developed it. And again, I'm going to give them some feedback and then get some feedback on what, you know, what's transpiring with the program. I'm going to even talk about you guys that, hey, last night we had two guys sign up. I'll tell you who they are. And, you know, let's track them and see how they're doing, how we can assign them out the whole nine yards. So the timing just couldn't be better because, like you said, Chris, if this had been around five years ago, just think about how many people we could have saved and made their lives a whole lot easier. You know, so it's it's funny that you say, you say that because it really would. And not only... Um, it, it, it's amazing how so many things are clicking in the last few years. I think really, uh, after ending the war and after ending the, uh, and then the pandemic and then all that stuff, it's kind of, it's kind of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of movement. Yours is one of the many movements that are just like gaining some traction right now. I really do think that we're, we're starting to realize, Hey, uh, a lot of us are getting out. A lot of the millennial uh, 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 class are getting out, and we're um, we're starting to realize, hey, you know, we have all these abilities and resources. Why uh, let's let's start working on this together. And I, I know Maurice, you're not a millennial, but I, I do want to. <laughs> I'm a millennial. You're heart, close okay? enough. <laughs> you're close enough. <laughs> In spirit, yeah. Why do you call him yeah. out like that? But, but, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I kind of want to highlight that it's probably getting a lot more traction recently because a lot of us are starting to retire um, that are in the technological age. 
that you know grew up with the Game Boy in our hand mm-hmm. uh, as as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that we are going to see some really big technological jumps, and the fact that you're also bringing in a human touch at the same time with the ETS. Oh, and we didn't even talk. We only, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't talk about all the other things that are inside of managing transition timeline because that we're saving that stuff for another episode. Absolutely, but, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There are so many, so many things, and I really would, I honestly believe, we will see our numbers drop. Um, it will no longer be twenty-two. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep, we're gonna keep working on this. Yeah. You know, this, this is, this is a uh, big and. It's just kind of like this, and then also the mental health aspect. You know, D, uh, the whole entire D, the uh, ta- uh, removing the taboo behind getting some mental health help. Yeah, you know. Well, that- yeah, that that stigma has really uh, affected a lot of people. You know that hey, PTSD. I'm not gonna go. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be stigmatized. But, yeah. you know, now, you know, you don't have to have combat or anything to have PTSD. And so it's really just uh, transition stress. You know, people are really freaking out, just getting out and not having a plan, you know, which is how do we solve that? And, you know, to me, that's an easy, you know, what we've been talking about is an easy fix for at least for transition stress, which is get ahead of it, get out in front of it, give the individual the tools that they need. And then take the pressure off of the Department of Defense, take the pressure off of TAP, and then balance the equation out. To me, this is, you know, if we do this the right way, we can simplify the process and actually make transitioning out a pleasant journey. And that's kind of like one of my visions, which is all the things that we're doing, we should be able to make that whole, we should be able to de-stress transition. And then we should be able to make joining a community just a, a stress-free, just like PCSing. You know how it is when you PCS from one command to the next? It should be just like that. Yeah. Um, you know, what's also another great thing that you said earlier was how ETS sponsors can be regular Joes in the community. Uh, Joes and Jills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, or Janes or whatever you want to call uh, yourselves. Let's let's just look at it like this. I get asked all the time. Um, I get asked all the time how how can I serve? I get asked. I always get that whole entire thing where it's like someone's like, "Hey, you know, thank you for your service." Well, thank you, ETS sponsors, for serving us. You want to put some action behind your thank you. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect way to do it with really uh, no skin off of your neck other than making great connections with some really good people that are just well, wanting to do better in their life. So that's what you're going to get from uh, the ET, uh, ETS sponsorship is, is uh, friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, an appreciation, and I, I like the way you framed it up, which is it's nice to to be thanked, but honestly, I need some help, <laughs> okay? Yeah. And this is how people can really show their appreciation is by becoming an ETS sponsor and then helping somebody 
navigate their way home, connecting the dots. I mean, it, it really is a beautiful way to really give back and support whether you've never served, uh, whether you've served before. This is just the absolute way of really ensuring, and I like what you said also, that we can reduce that number from 22, at least let's cut it in half down to 11 or less. You know, I'd, I'd love to see zero, but you know, you got to start somewhere and you got to work your way down. But yeah, if we do this, this is the way to really reduce those numbers because a lot of the folks that are committing suicide are unassisted. They're coming home and they have no sponsors. They have no one that they can talk to. They're isolated, they're disconnected. This closes the gap, which is called the deadly gap, and then yep. connects them. And in part of the ETS program, we're trained to, to be able to intercept whether or not a person is contemplating suicide. And we actually go through an exercise of how to manage that and get them connected to the 988 number. And so, again, every, everything is a process. And so we've been able to close a lot of the gaps and then cover a lot of the bases just by something as simple as this. And so our next challenge is really to start getting the word out there and getting more sponsors. Because every year, what are we talking about? We're talking about 200,000 every year that are getting out, plus those that are in the pipeline, you know, which could be another several, you know, four or 5,000, 100,000, you know, that are getting out. So we need an army of, of millions of people that are really going to be sponsors. I mean, this this thing can be really, really big on a national scale. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is like, man, this is just so amazing. I, <laughs> oh man, it's just so hard to like express how this this is like the perfect way to thank thank you thank you for your service. This is like the perfect way to give back, and. Mm -hmm. You kind of you kind of touched on it that um, the well, what if somebody is just afraid to have one of those people that are a little bit harder? You know, I'm I'm not going to say that everybody's going to be the easier easier ones to sponsor. What if you find that you're sponsoring somebody that's a little bit out of your league? Is there anything to help the sponsors out? Oh, absolutely. So in every region across the country, you have a, a cadre of veteran, of VA, uh, what we call social workers. And so if it's someone that's sort of like outside of your, your means and your realm, you can always bump it up to them. They're, they're already in place. Most people don't know this. They're already in place. All of these VA social workers are already hired. <laughs> like They're just not being utilized the way it can be utilized. And so, and again, what happens is regional, what we call community integration coordinators, like I'm the regional community integrating coordinator for San Diego. So when, when, the, when the referral comes in, it comes to me, and then I kind of like look at the, the challenge, and then I look at all the sponsors that are out there that I've helped become sponsors, and then make sure that the individual gets matched up with the sponsor that's a match and so we have some organizations that are sponsors where these organizations themselves actually have social workers 
So we can either assign a, a person to a, a social worker or a non-social worker. It just depends on where they are, what their need, and what's in that risk assessment. So again, everybody's is going to come to a sponsor with a risk assessment. Hey, here is what here's what Yogi said. This is his needs. It's because again, everything's going to be needs based. Like, what are you looking for? If Yogi says, "Look, I'm I'm going to Japan and I'm looking for employment," then the endeavor is to match Yogi up with a sponsor who can help him with that. If the person has some other needs, then the goal will be to match him up with a sponsor that can help him with those needs. And so thought is being given to the matching, you know, the balancing out of everything to make sure that the right people are connected with the right resources. Come on. And that is one of the hardest things that I think we have as a transition. Part of it is one, knowing who we got to talk to. Two, we go back to the whole conversation that we've had from the beginning is you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know yeah. who to talk to, where you're going, what you're doing, uh, what, what is that that what is that saying? If you don't know where you're going, no wind is favorable. Right? Mm -hmm. So right now, people, a lot of people, to include ourselves, we are just spinning our wheels. We're just doing a lot of things that we think are great, but we're not getting any traction to move forward in the direction that is actually going to be helpful for us. Yeah. Now, now don't, don't forget, as far as my plan is concerned, especially those who transition in San Diego and in some of the other cities where we're establishing these reboot workshops, we have a plan. And the plan is, as part of your journey, you know, you, you're going to be assigned a, a sponsor, but also our goal, our ultimate goal as a team is to put you through the reboot workshop. Because then we start resolving issues and challenges and helping you solution it out. Because the best thing we can do is show you how to do it, as opposed to us trying to do it for you. And so what's that old phrase? Teach a man to fish, if you will. So again, that's our concept, which is we don't want you to be codependent upon sponsors. That's not the, that is not the intent. The, the sponsor is there to be a sort of like a companion resource that can help and guide you through this resource of that, that thing. But by and large, we want to make sure that you are personally ready for your life's transition. And so one of the goals that we have is to make sure as much as possible, everybody goes through the reboot workshop because, it, because we know it works and we know that it resolves and level sets a whole lot of issues of transitioning back into civilian life. And again, that's what really makes this whole thing totally unique and different that we don't just have a sponsorship program. We actually have a reintegration program. That's what makes it totally different is that you're going through a reentry. You're going through a reintegration. It is a process. Yes, you're going to have a sponsor that's going to help you, but the sponsor is going to do all they can to get you into a reboot workshop because, again, you need that reprogramming. Thank you, Maurice. Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate all your knowledge, your wealth, and most of all, we appreciate the fact that you are willing to continue serving 
even though you served your time. So we appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, this is, as I mentioned before, um, my commitment and my legacy. And so this is all I see myself doing is helping people find their next life and being successful. That's my mission. Do us a solid. Share this content with everyone you know, regardless if they're associated with the military or not. This content will help someone you know and hopefully will lessen the deadly gap after service. Our goal is to do whatever we can to reduce the number of suicides from 22 to 0 within the community. Give us a 5-star review, follow, like, and subscribe. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, and you can follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram for more content from our guests. These are our personal experiences and we do not represent the views of the United States Navy and or the Department of Defense. Your transition is ultimately up to you. Please do your research and ask questions. Use Master Chief Google or ask a friend and network within the community that you belong to. Return the Roots out.